Welcome to the Top Floor Podcast. This is your host, Ace. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Manny. What's good? No slots today, but joining us today, we got the second half of the Anime Matters Podcast, which is the anime podcast that I do with my brother, Anthony. What up? Oh, wait, Top Floor has an anime podcast? Yeah, we do have an anime oh, podcast. Shit. In fact, we've had an anime podcast, but between us, what, what what we got at least, what, 20 episodes minimum? Yeah, we, we do. I think at least that. We just, we, we kind of wanted to, like, see if we could get good at it before we, like, put it out there to people. Because it was like, I love that. if nobody, like... It's best to suck when nobody's listening, you know what I mean? Because you at least get to figure yourself out, kind of know your rhythm, know your flow. And I like, I feel like we've got that shit down now. Well, so me and Manny, we did what, like 10 episodes before we launched? Yeah, right. I think we recorded our pilot episode like four different times. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I still want to see and it was those. still shit. <laughs> I still want to see those little Zoom blurry ass ones you guys were uh, doing together where you're like staring at each other awkwardly. Ah, I want to see those un- uncovered. But no, so doing the Anime Matters podcast, just throughout, I'm like, all right, so when are we going to launch? When we, yeah, I'm just like, when are we launching, actually? You know, because we'd already been doing like five, six, seven, you know, because we do it weekly. And we've we'd already been doing it for a few months. I'm like, all right, I guess we're just going to keep doing this. We, we never had an official launch. So I'm saying this is the official fucking launch. Oh, because- well, shit. <laughs> but I mean, we, ha- we have launch. You know, we have, we get creative with it. We do, uh, we start off the anime, the... We start off the podcast doing, you know, anime news to, you know, staying up to date. Then we do like a creative little thing, you know, like for uh, Spooky Season, we've been doing things like the top anime serial killers. What else did we do? We well, did. not just for this. We do like, so we did like one of the ones we did was an award show where we did award for like the best deadbeat dad, you know, <laughs> and like Go- Goku. We talked a lot about Goku and how bad of and shitty of a parent he was. And then we talked about the boy Sasuke who, uh, you know, down the road becomes a deadbeat dad. And like, yeah, we just had fun with that. We do a lot of kind of fun anime stuff. We did like anime in the real world like who would be our main villain and all you know i think we can land on like elon musk was like a secret villain behind the scenes yeah. so yeah it's just like a bunch of fun shit like that oh yeah we created an anime horror movie you know using certain anime characters and what role would they play in a horror movie so it's like we talk anime but we also get creative with the anime so it's it's just a fun podcast to listen to especially if you're listening to anime uh, but yeah so definitely if you're into anime check that shit out you know stream that weekly I try to get it dropped on Wednesday. Sometimes, you know, I fuck up and don't get it dropped until Thursday. But Wait, I now, mean, now this is the official launch. Now you, know, you said it. You have Wednesdays. To. Every day on Wednesday, you know. So. Um, well, so I got a super uncreative, super basic anime question. Okay. Who who do you think's the baddest one? The baddest, like, finest anime mm-hmm. girl? I mean, like, I, I, granted, like, you have the ones people probably agree on, but, like, like you specifically, which one do you think? You're so, just like, mm. So for me, it's got to be Lust from Full Metal Alchemist. But that's actually oh. re- it's actually a really good question because for anyone that watches anime, this is such a big part of anime. Dude, <laughs> they're so they're so fucking so perverted. <laughs> like I'm watching My Hero Academia right now. There's this character named Minata. It literally fucking his objective is to be cool so that he can grab boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's oh a, yeah, there's, there's hella pervy shit in it, bro. bro. Like the original Dragon Balls. Oh damn. The original Dragon Ball, uh, it's like a lot more uncensored than the Kai's. Because I feel like a lot of people watch the oh, Kai's, yeah. you know, because it's like, I mean, it's a lot cleaner version, you know, but the original ones, like, there's a lot of pervy shit in it. Well, there's, a, so there's this anime called uh, Seven Deadly Sins. It's on Netflix. Oh, my God. Bro, this anime opens with this dude basically, like, sexually assaulting this woman, but, like, in a funny anime way. But, like, so she's just, like, passed out in his bed and he's, like, confused, it seems. And he just, like, 
huh, what are these? And honk, honk, she's like grabbing her titties. And then she wakes up and he's still just sitting there as she sits up and is staring at him. And he gives like an extra like squeeze, squeeze. (laughs) I think think she woke up when he grabbed her fucking (laughs) (laughs) hoo-ha. But it's shit like that, man. So it's all part of it. But yeah, if I had to pick a baddest anime character, uh, man, that's hard. I would probably go with like, if you've seen One Piece, Nami, she's got like orange hair and shit. Yeah. And she's yeah, just she's like, like, yeah, she's one of those anime characters. It's funny. Like she actually goes through puberty, but the only thing that changes are the size of her tits. She starts off the series at like 19, 20, 21. And all of a sudden she's like it busting out of the shirt. But like she's just. A, yeah, she, she would be my choice, I would say. Um, I don't know how to say her name, but she's from Hunter Hunter. She's uh, number eight in the fucking like the bad person fucking I don't want to say alliance. Alliance sounds fucking lame as fuck. But um the girl with the glasses? Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, nah, she's a little baddie too. She is, I, I forget bro. her name too, but it, yeah, she's not in it that much. No, she really isn't, but, but I'm she, like she's right there, yeah. We got the poster. Okay, up. okay. Oh, by the way, we're recording this in the Anime Matters studio. Oh yeah, it's my first time here actually. Yeah, how do you like it? I actually really like it. I I like how like I like this fucking space right here. It's just, yeah. If we actually start recording video, it would look nicer than this <laughs> you know, it's kind of a hack job with the curtains up but yeah <laughs> i feel like i got some anime stuff i can probably contribute well i mean we have some of your anime stuff that's contributing <laughs> i guess that's true <laughs> a lot of this is from the old top floor studios appreciate it we appreciate the donations <laughs> i didn't think about that so the name of the podcast anime matters actually started off because anime matters like it, there's so much deep underlying messaging in anime, which is one of the great reasons to watch it. So for you, what's one huge reason why anime matters? Okay, so for this, I want to go to the beginning. I want to go to the start. So like for me as a kid, I was in like third grade, right? And I had taken some tests. You take all those standardized fucking tests that you have no idea what they're for as a kid. And this one, I guess I got accepted into the GATE program, which is literally uh, an acronym for gifted and talented. Oh, shit. shit. I know, right? They must have the wrong kid. But they wanted to do these at like 3 p.m. every day, right? And I told my mom no because... Dragon Ball Z was on. (laughs) So it was just, I was so hyped in that moment to watch Dragon Ball Z. We're like watching the Frieza saga, you know, and he's been. Bro, that's such a good saga, dude. He's been powering up for like 10 episodes. (laughs) That's annoying as fuck. Just gathering weak and shit. Dude, just gathering energy from the earth. And I'm like, I got my hand up, you know, just trying to give him (laughs) some of my shit. And so I don't know. Ever since then, man, I'm just like, dude, this shit just, it just makes me feel good. You know, anime just, it makes me feel happy it makes me feel excited makes me feel hype like these because you kind of get to go into a different world you know the way i see it is like with game of thrones with harry potter with all these fantasy things like anime is its own world that you get to enter and it's like it has so much substance man like you see those characters like dragon in dragon ball z like goku like even the shit like how hard they work i'm like man you know, I wonder it's kind of inspirational. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It, there's a lot of that shit. And we, we got some quotes and stuff. We'll get into it with that. But I just think there's so much with it, like the hype emotions, the fun that you have uh, and just everything you can take from it and the happiness and experience you have. It just all of it matters, man. Who was your favorite character as a kid? As a kid, Vegeta. Oh, Vegeta. Yeah, I was more of a Vegeta guy. I just thought he was, I don't know, you know, he had that edge to him and he had his big sacrifice moment to sacrifice himself. Yeah, I'd love that version of him. But uh, who's your favorite character now? Favorite character now? Fuck. In Dragon Ball Z? Yeah. Probably still Vegeta. Yeah. Come right. on, man. I can't change up on that. Yeah, for me, I think I, it, it was Vegeta growing up. 
as far as Dragon Ball Z goes. But now I'm definitely more of a Goku guy. Oh, he's just, shit. He's just so fucking funny. I, I feel like Vegeta's kind of bland. What? He's bland. Oh, he, get the he's fuck too out grumpy. He's too fucking grumpy. <laughs> All he right. changes diapers, man. He's he's a family. He's a father now. All right, so my anime history is kind of like that. I mean, obviously we grew up in the same fucking household, so it's gonna be similar. But yeah, it was we would watch the weekly tsunami, you know, every day after work or after work after fucking <laughs> child labor. Every day after school, <laughs> we come home. There's this fucking robot named Tom. He's on a spaceship and he's just Bro. pulling up your your favorite shows and like it gives you the up next, you know. So we got introduced to Dragon Ball Z, Yu Yu Hakusho, which is my number two all time favorite anime. Uh, this other one called Cyborg Double. 09 and it was just something to look forward to each and every day you know i was supposed to be doing my homework but i was like fuck that i'm watching this you know i would just i remember if one tv was occupied i go into the other room to watch it and yeah i, I remember giving goku my spirit too when he was trying to get that spirit bomb <laughs> bro do you remember trying to did you ever try and like fly or like yeah. do a kamehameha you did i was gonna say yeah why do homework when you try to perfect the kamehameha bro yeah I try so in the in one of the episodes they like tell you he's like te fucking it's when Gohan's a, a douche the dork now and he's teaching uh, his girlfriend how to fly basically and he says you feel it from inside from your core it just tightens and it's something inside dude I fucking squeeze so many times <laughs> to just try and muster that and try to do so many blasts I'm like it's hidden in there I'm gonna uncover that man. it's all fun in games to like accidentally take yeah. shit. until you take someone out yeah, oh, yeah I yeah. wish I said it on a pre on a recent Anime Matters podcast but there's this character named Toy and Yu Yu Hakusho, he's, an, he's the ice master. And there was a cold morning. I was at all, going to all of you elementary school, and I used to love tetherball. So I was at the tetherball court. I was just grabbing onto this freezing fucking pole, hope, <laughs> hoping that it will give me the ice powers, you know? <laughs> I dude, So I did something. I was I said it on the same podcast, but I did something similar. Like So he liked the ice guy on this anime, and I liked the wind guy. So I had a blanket. That I, that I would carry around, right? And I was, like, whipping the blanket to try and make wind. And, like, we had those curtains at uh, Spring Mountain Apartments. And, like, I would judge how powerful my wind was by how much the curtains moved. <laughs> and then my mom has just got to be like, what the fuck am I dealing with right now? This guy's whipping wind right now. Yeah, and they, they were, like, those blinds that it's just... Uh each individual slat, you know, going down. So it's mm. like when you, when that shit breaks, you, you can't just tape it. You know, it's broken. So it's like, oh, we, let's just throw it to the corner of the room now because this fucking douchebag broke it. Because <laughs> he was whipping a fucking blanket around. But yeah, I think that's one of the huge reasons that anime matters for us is just so much great nostalgia and just makes us relive our childhood. And then now that we're adults, we get to see the underlying messages and just... It, I don't know. It's it's great for all ages. But what what about you? What's how did you come into anime and like around what age? It was Dragon Ball. Uh, I mean, since I can remember, uh, my favorite character growing up was Future Trunks. I just thought that motherfucker yeah. was dope. The way he sliced like, the fucking freezer. Yeah, and I'm like, bro, they like they were having problems with this guy. Like, I wasted like what a month and a half like watching that <laughs> shit unfold. You know, I skipped the gate program <laughs> to watch him get his ass kicked. Yeah. And then this guy just comes with this fucking sword, bro. And I was like, damn. So do you remember Toonami? That sounds so familiar. I feel like, like, show me a picture real quick. And then, because uh, one thing, like, I, I didn't realize how much anime I actually watched until I knew, like, what was it. Like, I was, like, shocked when I found out that, uh, like, Dragon Ball Z was an anime. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the fucking. You know that guy? The, yeah. The, the robot commanding the spaceship. No, I was, I was hella shocked because, uh, I mean, I feel like even now, I still kind of question, like, what cartoons were actually animes when I was, like, younger. But, um, I mean, cause like you go to school, right. And people are like, oh, those are anime kids, you know, like, you know, but, cause like anime wasn't like, like cool, like it is now, yeah. you know, but, uh, I never knew, like I, I found out Dragon Ball Z was an anime 
probably when I was like in middle school or like, or like freshman year of high school. And I was like, oh shit, like what else is in anime, you know? Yeah, because for us, it's like we're trying to, we we see Courage the Cowardly Dog. To us, it's just all animation. So That's like, an anime yeah. too? No, no. No, like, oh, okay. like, I was there are, I was like, are, what the no, fuck? No, there are things like that that like there's debate among amongst the anime community like Yu-Gi-Oh and yeah. Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh's an anime, right? Yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh's yeah. an I, anime. I watched that shit. I watched Pokemon. Pokemon's an anime. Uh, what about the... Digimon's an anime. Is it really? Is yeah. it really? Yeah. Um, it's, it's basically Japanese animated programming. That's basically what it is. Me- Mega Man. I want to say that. Nah. No? No, no? No? I don't think so. What about the... Was it the kid next? The kids next door? No, that's, Con, that's a cartoon. cartoon. Really? Yeah. Come I, on, man. I thought that one was. No, okay. definitely, definitely not, not one. Do you think... Um, Anime is like low key racist. Do I think anime is low key racist? Yeah. I mean, like think about towards who? Well, because they're the characters about, are Asian. Well, think about a black Asian character then, and how they're depicted across like all animes. Oh, are they like? Do they have like what, their body features or something? Is that what you're talking they about? They have like the big lips and stuff. Uh, like, I mean, I never knew what it was until I was like, oh, those like that's. That's supposed to be big lips on a black person. I was like, oh. Well, there's a lot of that shit in it. I mean, that's the least. I mean, not that that's not something to worry about. Like, again, man, I'm, we're talking about shows where, like. Sexual dude, assault. Yeah, like, it's fucking happening, yeah. you know. So, yeah, there's a lot of questionable stuff that's happened in it. All right. So, we're aware that not everyone listening watches anime. So, what we're going to do right now is. We're going to convince you on why you should watch anime and get into anime. So do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off? All right. I got you. I got you. Okay. So think back to when you were a kid, all the things that, that made you excited. Like if we're, if we're just talking about the cartoon experience, you know, you remember watching SpongeBob and just laughing, you know, you, you also remember watching that same SpongeBob thing and feeling emotional like when band geeks came on and squidward had his moment you're like let's fucking go squidward and everybody had that hype about getting that song to play at the super bowl because everybody remembered it so fondly and you remember all the first time you watched harry potter and the first time you watched lord of the rings all these fantasy things and how you felt about them and the hype you felt when the battle happened and when your favorite character had this achieving moment all of that and more is what anime is it is literally just animated storytelling in a masterful majestic way it's it's fighting it's storytelling it's tragedy it's triumph it is every fucking thing that you could possibly like wrapped into one and when you watch it especially like a show like naruto it is just a story for the first time that you'll never forget you're just like oh shit I went my whole life without having experienced this. Mm-hmm. I just promise you, you're going to feel these emotions for the very first time. Even if you think I'm fucking tripping, even if you're like, it's just a fucking show. I promise you these feelings, you're going to, you're just going to remember what it's like. It gives you the same joy that you got as a kid in the morning when you woke up to watch something. Yeah. It's the fucking, that epic feeling. Like, you know, you're experiencing like, this is a fucking moment, you know? Uh, I mean, Shit, this could be a whole episode of Anime Matters. It's just some of our greatest anime moments. Like, the moments that got us the most hype. Like, uh, Manny brought up Future Trunks earlier. Like, that was so fucking lit when he just... Frieza comes back. Like, oh, shit, who's going to who's gonna handle him now? Another month Bitch, and a half, bro. get the fuck bro. out of here. Yeah. <laughs> another month and a half. Nah, and then, like, another small thing that I have is, like... You know what you don't have to worry about in anime? You don't got to worry about contract disputes. So we were just talking about mm. this in our fantasy league, actually. And the Witcher, the guy's Henry Cavill, 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 whatever. He's going to be replaced as the star of the Witcher, as the main guy in the Witcher by Liam Hemsworth. 
because of contract disputes, contract differences. If you've ever watched like a show like Grey's Anatomy, they just kill characters off when they have contract disputes. Guess what? And that sucks too, because it's like when you find out, you know, it's like wow, like okay, this person got written off because yeah, of that because or, of that, or like it, it leaks that they're having disputes or they want to go work on bigger projects. And like, okay, I know where this is going. Yeah. And like in anime. You don't have to worry about that. No, that character is not going anywhere. And, and they're not going to give him some shit fucking story. Like one, one show we love is the 100. And there was the, the one of the main characters. Uh, sorry, spoiler. Bellamy. <laughs> we loved him throughout the fucking show. That was my favorite character. And they just fucking butchered him the last season because there was contract disputes. And I guess there was maybe some background feuding and they fucking kill him off. Unse- like it wasn't even big. Like yeah. th- it wasn't they like, just, like an emotional death. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ, bro. This is the second biggest character in the fucking show. I feel like one of the worst ones. And I, I just had to say, you know, for the record, you know, this is like a show I watched with my girl because she really liked it, you know, so. Yeah, um, it was Elena in uh, fucking Vampire Diaries. Yeah, bro, like she's in the whole like last season. She's not in it, like at all. Elena's not in the last season of Vampire Diaries. I mean, she has like a little part at the very fucking end, but like she's uh. she's not in it at all. And it was because of like fucking. Con- I mean, she's the main fucking character, bro. <laughs> she's the main character, and they just continued without her. Like, it's like all right, we're just gonna yeah, pretend she's fucking like frozen up in the fucking shed or some shit. You well, know? Yeah. all that's gonna happen in anime is their voices might slightly change because maybe the voice the voice actors have some contract disputes, but but nobody they, gives a fuck. They're yeah, not going. You just exactly. replace the voice because Luffy still looks the same, Goku still looks the that's same, the thing too. Like, the they, same. they you you'll recognize a lot of voices. Throughout different animes, because like they use yeah. a lot of the same ones too, so it's kind of cool to see like different people. Like they go from being like this fucking wimpy ass character in this show, but then they're the fucking antagonist in this one. Yeah, like uh, the biggest one that I can think of is Chris Sabat, who does Piccolo, Vegeta, uh, Zoro from One Piece, and just a million Armstrong. Others. Yeah, yeah, he just does so many big ones. It's like every time I hear him, like Piccolo, you know, it's like <laughs> oh hell yeah, it is. And no, it's so cool. It's one of the coolest things with the anime is like. This motherfucker could act like the dorkiest piece of, you know, the dorkiest person, the most cowardly person, and then be the hero of the show. Like, all one person. Like, it's just, it's really cool. But another reason to just really get in, uh, get invested in uh, anime is that your expectations are going to be met. So, something like Game of Thrones, season, uh, the final season. Like, you've seen Game of Thrones, right? Yeah. You've seen all of it? Yes. So, season eight, like... I was fine. I was like, okay, whatever. It ended. It wasn't great or anything, but like, obviously, a lot of people hated it, and they hated how a lot of the storylines went because they had no source material to work with, and like, Jon Snow didn't even face off against the Night King, and like, you don't have to worry about that. The fights are gonna happen. Like, Goku's gonna fight the big bad guy. You know, Luffy's gonna fight the big bad guy. Vegeta's gonna get his ass kicked by the big bad guy. Like, you're still gonna get. All those things, you're never going to have to worry about that. And because they're pulling from like a source material that's like usually done, you're going to get consistency. They're not just going to stray off and do some random shit and Daenerys isn't just going to burn down King's Landing. Like you're going to get the story as it was fucking meant to be told. Yeah, and that's the thing too. It's like I feel um, like because with anime, like obviously like I feel like a lot of people don't know, but it's already like a lot of this, a lot of these shows are already kind of like written out. You know, but like, even if you read that, I feel like it's cool seeing it played out, you know, in like the animation, you know, because you get all the big fights, all the big blasts and shit. Yeah. I mean, people have so many favorite books that you would love to see the live action of. Yeah. But that's basically what anime is, is a great book, aka manga. And that those 
get their depictions. I mean, it's an animated form, but all the great messaging, just all that, just that you would love to see on on the fucking on the TV screen. Like you actually get to see that, you know, you get to see it played out. And I don't know that I fucking love it. So like Anthony said there, you they have the source material. And for the most part, they stick to the source material. Yeah, there's, there's sometimes there's uh, some animes like uh, what's that one you fucking hate? It was really supposed to be a oh, great manga. Tokyo but, Ghoul. Yeah, Tokyo Ghoul. But they didn't stick to the source material, so that it fucked up. But for the most part, anime is going to stick to the source material. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I guess I just look at it as, like, do you like to laugh? Check. Okay. Do you like action? Check. Do you like emotional stuff? Check. Do you like tragic backstories? Do you like passion? Babies. Do you like hype? Do you like basically anything it is all of those things but it can just make it look so much more like out of this world like it can take every piece of your favorite thing and just do more with it because there's no limits on what an anime can do because hey it's not like actual people and they don't have to worry about budget or anything like that budget constraints of how to make a fucking dragon because they can just make it right it's a lot easier to do it and they can just create a piece of art that captures all of those emotions all the laughter all the joy all the passion and makes in makes it into a beautiful product. So oh, an anime will get you choked the fuck up. Oh, bro, you will cry <laughs> in some anime. I'm telling you, you will cry. And I mean, speaking of that, one of the reasons I really fucking love anime and why I I would really encourage people that don't watch it to really get into it is just we do our weekly segment higher learning. You know what? I mean, sometimes we just throw some bogus ass shit out there, but you know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes we, we have some fucking good ones, but anime is packed with that shit. You know, it's like, there's some great fucking quotes in anime and they happen all the fucking time. But I pulled out a, a couple good ones that I really love. Like, uh, I actually use this one on the last anime matters, but it's from Itachi Uchiha from Naruto. It's people's lives don't end when they die. It ends when they lose faith, you know? Cause there was this anime we watched recently, Mob Psycho, where this guy is 50 years old. He, you know, he life didn't go the way he wanted to, so he was just kind of living to live, and he lost faith. You know, he he wasn't living, <clears throat> he wasn't living for his dreams, and so that's what's basically saying. That's when he died. Is now you're just it's you're just walking sack of fucking bones and blood. You know, it's but you're not living for anything. So that's when you die, and you know it really. I I feel like that would really like. If I was ever thinking about stopping this podcasting shit, like I would look at something like that. I'm like, oh, so I lost faith in this shit. You know, yeah. it's like the, this dream that I have. It's like, no, fuck that. I'm not going to fuck. I'm not giving up on this shit because, you know, it's my dream for this shit to get big. You know, I the one thing I really like about uh, anime is like there's a especially like the long ones. I mean, not even I, I shouldn't say the long ones, but like in a lot of them, there's all the character development, you know, and you fall you fall in love with characters and you see them go through stuff that it's like, wow, like that's fucking it's kind of tough, you know, yeah. like some like a lot of the shit's like obviously relatable to your fucking life, you know, like, you know, I mean, you'll have the guy that like has the worst upbringing, you know, and like you kind of relate to them a little bit and then you see how they fucking navigate through their life and like the beliefs and morals they have and shit like that, you know what I mean? But uh, another thing too that I like is it low-key can protect you or not protect you, prepare like, you, what? <laughs> it can prepare you, you know, in case some crazy shit happens in your life, like. I mean, like, I feel like we'd all know what to do if we get the death note, right? Oh, come on, man. Come <laughs> on, man. If I get a death note, I, I'm burning that shit. I'm not touching it. I'm not writing a fucking name in it. No, I can't take that risk. But, but we're prepared, dude. We know what yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. We know to burn. <laughs> we know not to test that shit out. Uh, I mean, I got them written down. I, I don't need to go in deep into all of them because they're kind of similar to that other one I said. But other quotes, just, if you don't like, if you don't take risks, you can't create a future. That's from Luffy from One Piece. 
if you don't like your destiny, don't accept it. Naruto Uzumaki. I fucking love that one, you know, because, you know, people have this, these things. Oh, this, I guess this is just my life. Like, no, if you don't like if you don't like that, just don't accept it. Create something new for yourself. And then you can die anytime. But living takes true courage, Ooh. which it goes with that risk. You know, it's you have to take the fucking risk. That's the courage that you need to really live. Well, and I got one more before you before you move on. So this was from Vinland Saga, which I just finished the manga. So basically this character, he's like totally broken now at this point, And he's telling this person, like, I just feel empty inside. And the person tells him, well, if you're trying to change who you are, empty is the best thing to be because you can fill it with anything. Because like, I feel like we've all felt mm. empty at some point. And it's like, well, actually, that's not the worst thing to be because now you can change yourself into whatever you want to be from this point on. So anyway, just so many good lessons, so many good quotes, so many good messages to take with you. And hey, don't just ask us. Ask Israel Adesanya. Ask Zion Williamson, who literally in a recent quote was talking about how his recovery was helped and aided by anime. He was literally inspired by Naruto. Israel Adesanya, same kind of thing. He got inspired to do UFC uh -huh. stuff from anime. Like, this isn't just us. This is like people out there that are seeing the impacts of it and take it with them and take those messages with them and better themselves for yeah. it. I mean, or even me. Like, I was running a mile one time, and I remember thinking <laughs> back to Yusuke from Yu Hakusho running, and, you know, he was training, you know, so I thought of him, and I finished that mile strong. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, you know? Yeah. It's the same as Izzy, Izzy you know? NBA superstar, UFC superstar, Michael running the mile. Running the mile, same <laughs> shit. It's all the same. <laughs> but no, I mean, it really does, it really can help you in your just daily workouts just to get pushed through. Because we all get to that point where we're like, fuck, I don't want to be here. But like, nah, fuck that. Fucking Goku would not give up. Goku lives to train. Like, come on, we got to level up. Yeah, Goku would want to train so bad that he'd do farm work and shit. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... To just to cap this off for those of you that are thinking about getting into anime is we got some starter anime for you guys to get into just things because there's certain anime you really have to love anime to enjoy anime you know like one that we watch is called mob psycho i feel like you you really have to love anime to really enjoy this show so i wouldn't recommend it as a starter one but it's a really good one but i wouldn't recommend it if you're you haven't gotten into anime yeah yet. it just has the weird anime stuff like the weird anime humor because like anime is funny but sometimes the humor is a little quirky and it's just yeah. like if you're not used to that you're not gonna be ready for it so it's not a good starter one so the first one that I have, Manny touched on it. What would you do if you stumbled upon a Death Note? Boom. So sell the concept for him. Well, God damn, I hate you just told me to sell All right, it. I got you're you. the better seller. Here. I got you. So a notebook drops in your lap, basically. Drops outside and you find it. And this notebook says, if you write someone's name in here, they will die. And you do it. And they die. Literally, they drop dead of a heart attack after you write their name in a book for 60 seconds. You need their face, too. You need their face. You need to have seen their face and know their name. What do you do with that book? What is what is your heart telling you what to do? Do you decide to take justice into your own hands? Do you, do you decide to be the ultimate vigilante, punishing criminals, punishing those that have done wrong to the world, that have done the most atrocities? Did you choose that option? Well, if you did, you're the main character of this fucking show because <laughs> that's what he does. So it just takes you on this crazy ass journey of this guy who literally finds this thing. If he writes somebody's name in the death note and he knows their face, 
they will die. He can also specify how they die. A car hits them in 10 seconds. Boom, that shit will happen. He can say in two weeks they die of a heart attack. Boom, there's all these rules to the death note. And then there's a detective because even though you're killing bad guys, you're still murdering. And all these things are supernatural. He's like, what the fuck's going on? So there's this detective trying to figure out what's going on and trying to catch this person that is killing off all these people. And it is a game of cat and mouse. It's a psychological thriller. It's a moral like question and it's fucking spectacular. Um, I would just say real quick, don't watch the live action movie of that. <laughs> you don't watch trash. any anime live action. Fucking trash. And secondly, uh, I know Ant said like you're the main character, but like this guy's hella fucking smart, bro. He's like a scholar. Like you're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I hate the break, it, but it's, it's hella good. I, I loved it. Hey, still, or how would you make a Death Note and try and you know like take over the world? Like, cause you know, could you could you do that with just one book and the ability to write someone's name? Like, you know. So well, yeah. Well, and it's it's a such an interesting show too because he starts off with good intentions. You know, he, he wants to he sees criminals getting a criminal he gets off of a bullshit thing where he should have been convicted. I believe that's what happens. I could be talking out of my ass, but he's like, no, fuck that. Like, I want justice. So he writes this guy's name down, and then that's just kind of how he goes. He yeah. in his mind, how far will is, you go for yeah, justice? He is justice until it gets to the point where it's like, well, god damn it! Now I feel like you're just spoiling the fucking twist of the show. Oh, okay, so I guess I'll edit that part <laughs> yeah, out. I feel like you should. <laughs> That's not known. Oh, no, you fucking. Oh, well, that was still part of it. Okay, I thought we were still part of the edit. Okay. We're going to make it sound like he said something like cancelable. <laughs> <laughs> Another good show, though, I think that people could really get started on for anime would be Naruto. I mean, we talked about it a little bit. It just So Dragon Ball Z, we would have mentioned that one, um, but... It's got a lot of like episodes where you're just going to spend watching a guy like make noises like ah, like he's just going to do that for a half hour. Like yeah. there's a lot of that stuff. And you just if you're just getting into it and you're not a kid and don't realize they've been doing that for five episodes, like you're not going to have the patience for it. But like Naruto is just a story of a kid that has a tragic backstory and his parents died when he was young and now he's got to navigate the world with this big power and how everybody's treated him his entire life and like it just goes from there it's just like an amazing story and it gives you everything you could want in anime it gives you humor it gives you emotion it gives you great stories great twists great fights like the most hype fights everything you could possibly want and it's a longer one so like manny said you can kind of grow with the characters and look back at where they started as kids and where they are as grown-ups question do you watch filler episodes no, skip the filler. Yeah. Filler episodes are like basically episodes that aren't related to the story. They're just like fun and nonsense. Yeah, like they do a fucking like word search or not a word search, <laughs> but a fucking scavenger hunt or some yeah. shit, you know? Like, nah, it's, fuck it. Tell them that they do word searches so that they actually <laughs> skip it, you know? No, th I think in Naruto, like one of the first fillers is actually a fucking like scavenger hunt that they do. And it's like st stupid. Well, and if you don't know what a filler is, so we're telling you right now, but if you don't know what a filler is, you'll be like, 10 minutes into the episode been like what the did fuck? i miss something why are they fucking going on a scavenger hunt like what are they what is this picnic that there's going on yeah, yeah. So, so the show I'm, I'm watching right now is my hero academia and i was watching a show i'm like this is stupid is this how the new how the third season is gonna start like this is fucking stupid they're all like it's like this spa and some shit and that character <laughs> i mentioned he, he like is trying to peek over to see the girls at the, in, in their shit you know and it's like Okay, what the fuck am I watching? And then I go and look at the filler list. And I'm like, oh motherfucker! I hate yeah. That. yeah, always look at the filler list because you'll be you'll like you'll be in the middle of the most hype moments of all time in anime, and all of a sudden they're like 
at the spa the next episode you're like wait i always i always think about those episodes and i'm like if i was watching this when it was coming out and i waited a week for this shit bro i'd <laughs> to go to hot. the spa I'd yeah hot. so just pass skip those and uh you'll you'll be fine but yeah, yeah naruto they, was mine they have lists for them so just look up anime or if you're watching the next show that i'm gonna put full metal alchemist uh just si- type in full metal alchemist filler episodes and it'll give you a li- like Skip those episodes. I don't think there are any. Yeah, I, I know. Not on Full Metal Alchemist, but that's be- that's why this is such a great episode, a great show for a beginner to watch because it's got all the things that you just said that Naruto has. But the great thing about Full Metal Alchemist is it's condensed. It's condensed to about sixty. It's like fifty five episodes. Uh, Brotherhood. Yeah, I think so. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's for the record. Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's the one you want to watch. It's just fucking. Great, a great story, great action, uh, great, you know, just really emotional episodes where it's like just gut wrenching, you know, like I, I don't want to spoil it because, you know, they're all time moments in anime where it's like, holy fuck that like that's that hits deep, you know? Yeah, just the just the real quick because you'll get this within the first 10 seconds. What Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is about is about these two young boys who lost their mom to, you know, she just died. And they try and bring her back to life because in this world, there's something called alchemy where you can, you know, basically perform magic. But it's science. And they try and do this forbidden alchemy to bring their mother back to life. And they pay a a huge price um, for that. One of them loses their body. The other loses their leg and their arm. Yeah, I would love to hear Ant do like uh, like talk about one of these shows, you know, like. Back in like the, I'd say early two thousands, where it's you know this summer, you know like just <laughs> coming the whole this fuck, summer, yeah, a whole I, fucking two young boys, <laughs> you know, I thought their you were dead gonna, mother. You know what I thought you were gonna do? I thought you were gonna like. I want to hear Anthony talk about one of these shows without Michael interrupting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so yeah, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. That's that's what it's about, man. Two kids that tried to bring their mom back, like we all would probably try, and now having to face the rest of their life with these repercussions. And one guy's walking around is a literally in a suit of armor, and they're trying to get his, you know, their body back. Like, and they're what lengths will you go to get your own body back? And then there's a whole plot giant plot of this world that is unearthed that is just amazing spectacular and you have to stay tuned for this because it is the storytelling and the the plots of twists and turns are literally up there with any show i'm talking live act i'm talking game of thrones type shows so watch that shit i think uh mine would be um so i have a niece she like i mean she was part of like the whole new wave of like anime is cool you know, mm-hmm. and um, I was just talking with her and she was telling me like the anime she's watched. And then I was kind of surprised. I was like, you haven't seen like Naruto or like dabbled in like Dragon Ball Z at all or like One Piece. And she's like, fuck no. I was like, damn. Be- she's like, Before you say, let me guess. Or well, go ahead and continue. No, go ahead. Guess. Demon Slayer. That that was going to be my suggestion because uh, the reason they don't want to get into these like fucking like top ones. Because they're long as fuck. They're hella long, yep. you know, and then like. uh. Like I was Demon Slayer, like it's it's new, you know. Like there's there's plenty of characters to fall in love with, yeah. You know, and like it tells a really good story, and like I I love all the fucking action, and you figure out like what everything fucking means and shit. But um, yeah. If you just want like if you want to be with where people are at right now, you're like you know what I don't want to watch something that happened long ago. I want to be with what's going on right now, and I want to be a part of something fairly like. Like recent right now, it's not too deep to where I have to think too much, but I can just sit back and just like enjoy some shit. 
Demon Slayer is the show, man. It has the best animation of any oh, show so I have good. ever watched. Like these fights are legitimately like mind blowing stuff. Like the way in which the animation, like in these fights, plays out. It's just I was literally like just like speechless at watching it. It, it was it was dope. I really like I really like Demon Slayer. Um, who's your favorite uh, character in Demon Slayer? Uh, it, I mean, it's kind of hard not to pick Tanjiro, the main character. Oh. Uh, it, it like for me, just I, I like his hype. You know, he just like he pulls in his inner, you know, his inner motivations, inner guts to like push through, and it's just it's just fun. And like another nice thing about Demon Slayer is like there was actually recently the Demon Slayer Mugen Train movie, which broke all kinds of records for uh for the U.S. for like anime movies. I think it's like the highest selling one of all time. And if you want to be a part of that hype and be a part of that experience, man, you need to get on Demon Slayer because it is the new modern era Dragon Ball Z. Um, I love Tanjiro. Yeah, he's the shit. I love him. Yeah. I, Why did you question me when I said it? <laughs> no, fuck. Nah, I meant Inosuke. You said oh, Tanjiro. That okay, shit was stuck okay. in my head. I was like, like, what, like, what, you just agreeing with that easy? Uh, Inosuke, Inosuke. Yeah, this is a guy that runs around with a fucking boar on his head. Yeah, he's so. shirtless. That's shirt. all you need to know about Fucked him. up blades. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's definitely a good one to be in the modern ones. And then my last one that I had. Modern as well. It is modern and it's ending. So if you want to be a part of this grand finale, this epic finale of this amazing story, Attack on Titan. This show started about almost 10 years ago and it has been telling the best story of any show I've ever seen in my life. That includes Game of Thrones. That includes like any any like live action type of show like it is just telling this most intricate story it basically starts with this kid and these giant titans that invade his invade his home basically they they break the wall that had been protecting his civilization from these giant monsters and spoiler alert you know i'm not going to say that one i'm not going to say that they can see that in the first episode but yeah these giant monsters invade his home and it just it tells the craziest story that you wouldn't expect where this story starts to where it ends up and this show will be concluding finally after 10 years of being told it'll be concluding in about three months in january to to march of 2023 so if you want to catch up and you want to watch what in my opinion is the best anime of all time you need to watch attack on titan so one thing i've actually heard about uh that being your first one i've People have said, don't let that be your first one because you're watching, nothing will compare. You're watching the best of the best. And like, if you're trying to like get something that good again, like it's going to be really fucking hard. You got to really have to find your interest like really fucking quick. So the only reason, so that's a good point. That's a good point. The reason I say this is because if you don't want to deal with like the like anime tropes, the f weird, quirky, funny stuff, and you just want something very serious, that's like, you don't have to worry about it being like trying to get past the anime isms of it. That's the one because it's very straightforward. It doesn't have any of that quirk. But yeah, you're right. Like, it's so good. You will be sitting there. Like, people that don't like anime have watched this show and they're like, well, this is one of the best shows I've ever seen. Well, and so, uh, yeah, like, it can only go downhill from there for a lot of people. Well, yeah, one thing I've really been seeing, like, with these newer, uh, and I mean, that's not like a newer one, but I mean, it's still yeah. coming out um, with these animes that, like, are new -isk. Like, a lot of them that, like, try to play for uh, the general population, like, they don't have a lot of those, like, Animeisms, you know, like I know mm -hmm. like, the biggest problem with like Hunter Hunter is fucking Hisoka. Yeah, like there's so much, <laughs> yeah. so much controversy around him, yeah. like that. Like I mean, like I saw one, like I saw an artist do a depiction of him, and then the like instead of talking about the art this guy replicated and made, everyone's talking about like why would you support a guy? This like guy that? that's basically almost kind of presented as a 
a pedophile but yeah. isn't because he wants to murder them instead it's, <laughs> it's anyway much better <laughs> anyway get it watch hunter hunter and you'll know what we're talking about but yeah, yeah it's 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 a modern anime it's uh it, it moves at a good pace it doesn't waste any motion you don't have to worry about filler it just if you want to start with the peak and you're like you know what give me the best this fucking thing has to offer i i hate anime i'm never gonna give this a cha- chance but you know what i'll start at the top and let's see like if you want to go for the absolute best it has to offer i think that's attack on titan attack on titans yep and so that's gonna do it for our and yeah and (laughs) i'm keeping this in now (laughs) all right so that's gonna do it for our anime portion of the podcast and now we're gonna get into our normal top floor podcast shit we got maybe mailbag should we do mailbag yes okay let's do it you you guys want to do mailbag we got sex cells and we got uninformed and i'm looking forward to the uninformed uh Honestly, we might put sex cells towards the end, and we usually have that in the beginning. So, um, yeah, we're going to get into all of our normal shit. So, stay tuned. I don't know why I'm saying stay tuned. You're already fucking here. All right, let's get into some mailbag. So, first question on the mailbag is what are your. Th- this is a little. We'll do each of our favorite, and it probably won't even be our favorite. It'll probably just be the first one to come to mind because it's kind of a hard question to think of on the spot. But we got a question that said, your top three favorite rap hooks. Do do you guys have one off the top of the dome? Yeah, twenty one questions. That one. How did I got twenty one oh, questions? And they all about fuck. us. What, what did you think he was talking about? I was about? thinking of bars. <laughs> no, just yeah, hooks. Yeah, the twenty one questions one. I think that one's probably my favorite one of all time. Then you weren't lying about this being hard. Just come off the top. Just say what you're thinking of right now. Then, um. Is there just emptiness right now? Then? Uh, I got one. <laughs> but no, 21 questions. I actually really like that one because it's the greatest hook creator of all time in many people's eyes. By in Nate Dogg, you know, it's like back in the day, like, if you want to hook, go to fucking Nate Dogg. Whereas like now it's kind of like a Ty Dolla Sign type of guy. But no, 21 questions. That's a great one. Do you I have one? I like when you guys say that the, the, the thing that's coming in my head is Akon, but I can't think of an Akon hook right now. Um, Smack that. All on the flow, <laughs> locked up. They won't let oh, me I love out. Locked up. Mm. I would just listen to it yesterday. It's still fire. I love locked up. Fuck. You I, can I'd put say the any. blame on me. What's the one he has with uh, Gwen Stefani? Um, Ooh, an ice sweet escape. Yeah. yeah, but that's her singing it, not him. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna say Akon. That's what I thought about when you guys asked about it. That's not a hook. Akon's not a hook. Akon's that, hook. That's an artist. Akon's hook. Insert any Akon hook. <laughs> All right. Uh, so mine's actually a new song, but every fucking time I hear this goddamn hook, and I would play it, but I think Spotify actually tracks if we play shit now, and you know they give us the copyright notice. I'm not gonna fucking do it, fucking assholes. Uh, but it's Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, Blast, and. Uh, I, oh. I really want to shout out the girl in it, but I don't know her name. It's fucked up. Yeah, but I feel like the shout out's just kind of fucked up at this point. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah, it's Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, Blast, and Amanda Reefer. I said Black at first, huh? No, no. I think you said Black. <laughs> I said Blast. <laughs> no, okay. said Black. <laughs> Black has some good hooks, too. Yeah, but no, Black's got good hooks, yeah. too. But no, Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, Blast, and Amanda Reefer. It's, I don't know, it just fucking. I love it. Ooh. It's one of my all-time favorite hooks. All fucking ready. Do you got one that's not Akon? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this this one takes me back to fucking Butte College. I, I don't know why. I fucking love this song. I honestly don't know if I understand the message of the song. It's kind of confusing. <laughs> but it would be uh, Roy Woods, She Knows About Me. 
It's just such a fucking melody, bro. Can you give me a sample? I'm not very good at singing. Neither am I, and I did it. I'm just going to play it. <laughs> you can't that. play it. Spotify's going to give us a copyright notice. You don't know that. Wait, I didn't sing mine, though. You did? No, I didn't. Are you going to? No, I was just letting you know I didn't sing mine either. All right, you guys don't have to sing then. Fine. Fuck <laughs> it. Wait, what was yours, yours called? The Roy Woods? What? I, I'll just leave you guys to listen to it. She knows about me. All right. <laughs> I fucking, I don't know why, but I, I loved that song for a fucking hot minute. All right, next question. How would y'all begin a scammer career? What's the move? To be so a scammer? We want to be scammers. Okay. How do you become a scammer? How would you get into the career of being a scammer? Because motherfuckers make money. Yeah. So I watch a lot of, or I've watched oh, a lot shit. of YouTube videos on. So he's on the, the way. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, got, I got this. <laughs> so the the scammer payback video. So you know how there, there's those callers that they, they call, they, they usually target old people and they say, hey, we're I'm with tech support. Uh, we found a virus on your computer, yada, yada. Go to this, click this. And then they end up doing some shit where they ask you to, oh, we need you. You accidentally, we accidentally gave you money. We need you to go get some gift cards. Come back. Anyway, there's a whole scam that they do and they target old people and they make them go to the store and buy fucking Amazon gift cards and then give them the numbers to pay them back for the mistake that actually never happened. And yeah, I would fuck with old people is the is the career yeah, is I the way like, I would scam. I feel like if this is the scenario, we already gave up on being decent people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're gonna fuck people over. Like exactly. I'm be scamming someone they're gonna tell me about how like, you know, oh you're helping me out a lot, you know, like my mom just came out of the hospital, you know, and be like, okay, cool. Like send me the two hundred so I can send you the two thousand. You know, like you gotta be heartless. Oh yeah. So and I feel like that like like you said, we've already said we're gonna be pieces of shit and that's the easiest way. It's just like you know what to tell old people to keep them on. Cause mm-hmm. a lot of old people just wanna talk to somebody because their family hasn't called them. They haven't come by to visit and they just wanna talk to somebody. So if you tell them call them sweetheart enough times, like you can See, steal their money. It's here, fucked up. Here's the issue with yours. It takes too much work and I think people are onto the call. The call list. No, you know? no. So here's mine. It's still thriving. If we're gonna be pieces of shit. I'm going to go to, okay, what's the biggest thing that happened in the news recently? You know, um, well, I, I'm not like recently, but we'll say. You're starting ma- to like go ma- maybe, for that? Maybe like um, the George Floyd thing or something. And it's like you go to one of those protests and you have a booth in which you're taking donations to give to the family or something. But you're not actually giving it to the family and you just keep the money. I feel like you could do that for any. You just go up and say, hey, donate for this. And people, okay. Round up for this, and they'll, they'll just yeah. do it. So but, that would probably work. Yeah, like when there's how there's people just outside the booths at Walmart. Uh, only issue with that is I think you need like a, a fucking permit to do. Well, that. those dudes that are dressed up in those suits that are that, that have you seen those dudes dressed up in suits with like buckets and just asking for money? It's like I don't know what they're for, but eventually sometimes I give them money. So yeah, it might be some something like that. One, I think that'd be cool if you can get like that one device. That'll just like charge people. You know, like a lot of people have those cards that just tap to pay. You just gotta get like tap it. <laughs> so just slide up under somebody to, to just, take money from them. Just walk by something or just fucking like be a little sus for a little bit. Now there's you know? there's legit sniffer things that like if you you can like put it onto a gas station pump real quick and then if someone swipe those puts their card crazy. in there, yeah, yeah, that's just scary. They put their card in there. And I've then been seeing once videos. Once they leave, you fucking grab it and you have their information. Just I've like been seeing videos of people doing like their store owners that are doing it. Like some like a customer like pull that shit off in front of the store owner and they'll just like kind of walk out of the frame and you know stop recording the type shit. 
Yeah, and it's so That's crazy because like up. like guys like us, we wouldn't know. I mean, maybe you because I feel like you look into more of those videos. But honestly, like I've seen I, shit what about is, that. What the fuck? Is I that wouldn't. Supposed to mean? I wouldn't know what it. I don't. You look at those type of. You just told me about this video. <laughs> <laughs> I've yeah. heard about it. You're watching the video on it, but like I wouldn't even know what to look for. I wouldn't know how to tell if it was a fake or what. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Every time oh, I so, like, so you're already scamming. You, you don't want to tell people. <laughs> no, I know they they is. I remember I saw some video about how people can look at your fingerprints after you enter your pin code. So every time I enter my pin code, I have this habit now of I brush across all the numbers after I hit enter, mm. just in case anybody ever tried to see I feel using some shit. Like now they see all the fingerprints. I go and like I, I low key try to like see if I can pull it off, but I feel so fucking weird doing it when someone's like staring at me and smiling and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I bet I'd be six thirty five. You know, I'm just sitting there like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah so th- that's how you guys can become scammers if you want yeah, you, got, you gotta become a piece of shit first yeah target old people oh yeah oh yeah you have to be a piece yeah. of shit alright um not I, that I one. guess there are nice scammers right like no I mean what, what, mean? Are, what about the ones that got us in LA like they they seem like genuine people <laughs> I don't think they were scammers I think they're just skilled and you're just a dumb fuck who, who fell for it there's a difference between a hustler and a scammer yeah a hu- mm. that was hu- you you knew I don't know how the fuck you didn't know that you weren't gonna win that game it wasn't me bitch <laughs> it was you you didn't get scammed too or I, not scammed? I, I walked away with like 20 bucks oh okay I always thought they got you too they like got me in the beginning but like that's where they give you a little bit and you're like oh yeah this shit's easy yeah that's when I was I was like I'm out bro you're like yeah it was now I'm not playing anymore yeah yeah, the the other person we were with lost what a hundred dollars. Yeah, that was like one fifty, I think. Yeah, it's just like, oh, follow this ball. Oh, good job, you're good at this. All right, but let's up let's up the ante a little bit. It's all about language <laughs> too, because they were just showing, they were just saying, show me one hundred fifty, I'll give you one hundred fifty, right? That's what they said, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, here's one hundred fifty, I'll give me one hundred fifty. They're like, all right, put her here, like, I mean, you're betting now, like now, it's not yours anymore. Oh, yeah. So, all right, next question. What's the scariest thing about death? Jesus. Uh, the uncertainty, probably. I mean, just not knowing if, if that's it and then the, the story's told or if there is an afterlife and you didn't live the life that you needed to live and now you're burning in hell or if there is a heaven and then worrying about if your loved ones are going to be there. So that's probably what I would say is the scariest thing about death, the uncertainty. Yeah, I'd say not knowing what happens after that. For me, it's just like what you're leaving behind, you know, and just the that's the scariest thing for me. You know, like I feel like I mean, not to sound suicidal or nothing, like I wouldn't be scared to die myself. But it's like, how bad is it going to hurt the people that I'm leaving behind? You know, mm. because like, I mean, I'm blessed and like I have a lot of people that love me. So, you know, hum- humble flex. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like their lives are now ruined. You know, it's like. And they have to live with it. So that's probably, that's the worst part about it is the people that have to live through it. It's hard too because yeah. like you, you'll see in some people like a death really fucks them up. Like it changes the trajectory of their life. Yeah. It you know, has you huge... never expect it. Like especially when it's people that aren't supposed to go in your lifetime, you know? Yeah. Especially, yeah. The young people. Yeah. yeah. I feel the, like that would be horrible. There's a lot of times like certain deaths, like they tear families apart or bring them together. So yeah, it's just, it's fucked up. But I have a question, a side question. What do you think hell would be like? Like, if there's a hell, like, what do you what do you think it is? Like, is it like you're literally just, your skin's always on fire and that's how you always exist? Like, what do you think it would actually be like? I think I think it, uh like, if you land in hell, I, like, I, I do think it's, like, punishment for, like, all eternity. So, like, 
But like you think you're just on fire all the time walking around like I mean you, like, you do wave to people like Hitler like you have conversations with them or? I think uh I mean I hate minor inconveniences so I feel like my toe would always be stubbed for some reason or some shit you know what I mean like there'd be a fucking around. Ah, fuck, there'd be fuck, a fuck. fucking spider crawling on my shoulder just like a little fucking figure eight or some shit you know So one thing that was terrifying that I watched in one movie is called The Lazarus Effect is hell for them because basically the girl dies and they bring her back to life and while she was dead, though, she had experienced hell and she was just reliving the worst moment of her life on a loop. So it was like, what if there's like a fucking 10 minute thing? You keep reliving that. I feel and reliving like that you go through all the emotions that happen to you in that moment. So I feel like for that to like really be effective, because like, I mean, like, I feel like after a while you just be desensitized to it, you know, if it's just replaying. But like, if but you, you don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if every time it starts, like, it's just, like, a clean slate again. You know, yeah. like, that's where it'd be fucking. So you're not just walking around on fire all the time then, you think? I feel like that, would, that wouldn't that would be that bad. You get, like, how many say? <laughs> I feel you like know? burning's you, you the worst thing. You get desensitized to it. You know, if you get a, you know, talk to Hitler, you know, that that doesn't sound that horrible. Like, you, <laughs> you get to pick his brain. Like, bro, what were you thinking? Yeah, so, so yeah, you just, that many millions you had to take out? Like, look, I, I know, you're, you're a higher tier of hell than me. I, I get that. You know, you're, look, you're, you're a celebrity in these parts. But I'm also here, I, I think I should deserve to understand what's going through your mind. You know, I got a sick mind, too, because clearly I'm down here. Yeah, I think, I think it had to be, like, some kind of suffering for eternity type shit. Yeah, not just being on fire, but, like, some weird, like, you're repeating and feeling yeah. the worst possible things. That sounds, yeah, that sounds worse than being on fire. I feel like I'd rather like if, yeah, if it's just like, oh, uh, hey, I'm about with a bunch of bad people, but you know, I mean, go yeah, about our can day. You imagine like experiencing the worst thing that's ever happened in your life over and over again, not knowing that it, it keeps that you're in a repeat. Yeah, yeah, fuck that, fuck that, that yeah. So that the fear of that now is the worst part of death. Yeah, fuck that. Um, all right, last question: When are you too old to go out to the bars, or can't? Is there an age you're too old to go out to the bars? You know, Chico Ween just are we, happened. Are we talking single men or just in general? Just in general. That's tough because I feel like you're never too old to like go out with your partner. You know, mm-hmm. um, I mean, certain but bars to the maybe. bars. Um, I feel like certain ones maybe, but I don't know. Like I we'll see, say, we'll say the beach. If I'm 30 years old, well, there's probably 30. If I'm 35, should I just kind of stay away from the beach with all these, you know, young people there? You just let them have their time. I'd probably say for the beach, I think 35, yeah, because... Uh, You're that weirdo. Yeah. But I mean, like, mm, yeah, because I, I don't see... I don't think a 35-year-old, like, couple would, like, be like, oh, yeah, like, my idea of fun is going to dance at the beach. You know, like, I, I don't think that's... Yeah. And also, that's another thing with the bars is... So there's another bar in Chico called the Oasis where there's older people that go to that one. So just in general, I don't think you're ever too old to go to a, to the bars. But, like, there's certain bars, yeah, you probably shouldn't go there you know riley's maybe maybe don't go there with all the college kids That's, you're i, I mean you can like, go you can go but you're gonna be the weird creepy old guy i low-key kind of feel like 30 might be uh pushing it for riley's low-key for riley's low-key yeah because i mean like riley's just like that's the cheap place you go to get fucked up you know like uh so when this drops you're 30 yeah have you gone to Riley? Are you gonna go to Riley's? You, th- you Bro, feel like I'm you the could worst go to pers- Riley's? I'm the worst person to ask about this shit. I was too old when I was 21. Like I just never went how, to the bars. How many times have you gone to Riley's? Uh, probably like once. Bro, we're going for his 30th birthday. Oh fuck that! <laughs> fuck that! 
<laughs> See if he's a creepy old guy. Uh, for real. It's like, hey, go stand in the corner, bro. Tell me how you feel in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, fucking, we take some cameras, start asking, hey, what do you think of that guy over there? <laughs> you see that guy over there? Is like, he too old to be here? <laughs> you, you know what I fucked up on? I was So when our mom turned 30, we were, so our mom had us young, but we, we were around, we were still teen. I think we were teenagers when been she was 30. I'd have been 15. Yeah, 15, and I'd be 13, I want to say. 13 or 12, one of the two. But we were, like, trashing her, like, just call, giving her all the fucking old jokes. And, like, I was like, fuck it. That's what I'm going to do for this podcast. I'm going to just throw out, just keep giving him fucking old jokes, you know, some zingers. <laughs> but I, 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 you know, I had to do other shit and didn't get to it. Yeah. Oh, but you're, you're not old. that far behind me anyway. You're fucking old, dude. <laughs> I'm still in my 20s. Yeah, keep saying you're that. You're the beginning of the end, yeah. dude. <laughs> it's like you're in your 30s, like what, like 38, 39, bro? Like, it's yeah. all the same, you know? Might as well be. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get some uninformed. All right. For uninformed this week, I feel like there's one thing we got to talk about, and that is Kanye... Amaru? No, not, that's Tupac. Yeah, yeah. No, Kanye Amari West. I thought it was Amaru. That's Tupac Amaru Shakur. Damn it. Is it, um, is it Amari? I, I don't know. You're Kanye that's your guy. guy. Yeah, I mean, I, li- I like his music, but yeah. I mean. <laughs> Kanye. I, don't even, I don't even wear Yeezys, bro. I, I think it's I think it's Amari. O-M-A-R-I. Yeah, Kanye Amari West. All right. First, before we get into it, I just want to... Kanye... He might he's he's done controversial shit throughout his motherfucking career. That is how he's become the success as far as money goes. I mean, obviously he's all time music talent, all time musical fucking genius. But the way he's gotten so big, you know, just in like pop culture and all that is through his controversies. So I'm just gonna run through some of his controversies before we get to the latest one. Where and I want to know what you guys think of it and. Especially Manny. Oh, so shit. And we got called out. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's the he's the Kanye slurper. I mean, you you also are. The people don't know that, but you're also a Kanye slurper. You know, you you like his Jesus gospel music. So that's how I gauge if you're a Kanye slurper. You like Jesus is King? No, I never listened to that one. I know it's Jesus. He loved. He's just making shit up. Right. But I did love. Yeah, that one. What's wrong with you? You're just I, a I, hater. I, that yeah, one. He bro. is. He is. He's just a hater. All right. But on the leaves. Kanye Kanye's rise and fall. 2005, Kanye West is on the rise, and he gets his first big public thing. George Bush doesn't care about black people. This is during a Red Cross hurricane relief benefit. He's standing next to Mike Myers, who's the voice of Shrek, and, you know, they're giving their little statements and shit, and then Kanye goes, George Bush doesn't care about black people. And he was basically angry with the mismanagement of the relief efforts in impoverished areas of New Orleans, you know, throughout the whole Hurricane Katrina uh, catastrophe. And then 2009, the Taylor Swift shit. So this 31-year-old Kanye West goes up there and ruins a 17. I didn't know she was only 17 at the time. She was young. That's yeah, I thought she was issue, maybe bro. like 20 or something. But yeah, she was 17 years old. He goes up there and ruins her fucking moment just to voice his opinion. Literally, just to voice his opinion. Okay, uh... Obama calls him a jackass and he's, you know, he's Kanye West at this time. He's at the height of his career, just music wise. So he bounces back. Uh, He went quite a while without another huge controversy. And then in 2015, he starts saying racism as is outdated. So he starts getting on that weird new Kanye energy. Uh, Racism is a dated concept. He unexpectedly, unexpectedly claimed. 
it's like a silly concept that people try to touch on to either separate, to alienate, or to pinpoint anything. It's stupid. He continued, it's like a bouncing ball in a room with two cats or something when you don't feel like playing with a cat. Let them literally fight over the bouncing ball, and the bouncing ball has nothing, no purpose, anything other than that. It bounces. That's racism. It's not an actual thing that even means anything. What? What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> if, if you can't tell, we're starting the fall of Kanye West. God damn it, Kanye. Then he comes out in 2018 wearing the MAGA hat, slavery is a choice, and runs for president. I think, or no, I don't think he, he's officially been running for president at this point. But yeah, this is when he starts getting close to Trump. You know, he's like anti-black. You know, this guy who was always for the culture. And yeah, you know, slavery is a choice. He's like, this is this isn't verbatim. Um, I think it was something like four hundred years, four hundred years of slavery. Yeah, at some point that was a choice. Yeah, yeah, that, that's basically what he said. And then I heard the whole Trump thing. You know, it was for one of his homies in jail. You know? Yeah. <laughs> All right, slurper. Um, <laughs> and now we're in twenty twenty two. That has been filled with Kanye West. We had the Kim and Pete Davidson shit where he had fucking. Pete, you know, him and Pete Davidson had their whole fucking war. Uh, he does that video with Pete Davidson's fucking beheaded, basically, you know. Uh, Pete Davidson sends him a, a picture of him with Kim. Fire ass retort. Um, he has, he comes out wearing the White Lives Matters t shirt. And now the latest shit is the anti Semitism. He, he went on the Drink Champs podcast and he comes out spewing anti Semitism shit, saying the Jewish media, um, you know, just. I, listen, I didn't hear the I didn't hear the interview, so I don't know exactly what he said. Uh, that and then what recently happened, and this is what the main point of all this is: Adidas drops Kanye West. His Kanye West is he done? Is he finally fucking done? Because it's always been he's so goddamn talented that we forgive him. So as the Kanye apologist and just super fan, what's your take on this? Um, so I think. Uh the reason I think it's actually happening now is because he just came out and blatantly said, like, I can say anything I want and Adidas isn't going to drop me. So he really fucking, like, put the ball in their court. And once everyone else started dropping them, it was, I mean, it was easy for Adidas to do it. Um, I honestly don't know. Like, I want to know exactly what he said because, like, I, I feel like I have trouble finding that. Like yeah. I looked it up and it's just like oh Kanye West has some like anti-Semitic shit. Like, well, no, it's it's actually a big thing. I guess uh, Google, people that work for Google or I think it's just Google in general that people that have the the video the interview saved in their Google Drive they're literally deleting that out of their Google Drive. So they're legit just trying to get this out of there, which I guess I kind of get, but it's kind of the that whole censorship thing where that you know this guy is spewing out hate speech, you know, and yeah, I I think Kanye. This is it. Like he's fucking. I want. Like, I listened to this recent podcast that he did after the Drink Champs interview. It was the Lex Friedman podcast. He had Kanye West on, and this is a this is a Jewish guy who has who, from Europe who has family that died in the Holocaust. And he, uh, if you li if you watch the Joe Rogan podcast, you know who Lex Friedman is. He's on there a lot. He's incredibly smart. Just well-spoken fucking guy, and he's calling Kanye on his bullshit. You know and Basically, what his big thing to Kanye was, he's like, okay, what I want, like, you don't have to apologize, but 
I want you as a man to have the fucking balls to call out the individual. Don't label Jews as a group because when you do that, that's what's inciting the hate speech. Okay, so call out the individuals that fucked you. That fucked you. Don't say Jewish media because you ha- you're a guy with a huge voice and you having this huge voice is gonna get other people. Oh yeah, it, it so it is the Jews. It is the Jews, and that's kind of the energy that starts things like the Holocaust. You know, and that was his big thing with Kanye throughout that interview in which Kanye just keeps trying to fucking just go somewhere else with the conversation. And this guy's just he, he, he keeps getting on him about that. It's like, don't call it Jewish media. And then Kanye kind of like he kind of pokes fun at it at a certain point. He's like, oh, can I say JM? Can I say JM? You know, like shit like that. It's like, bro, if you watch that interview, it's like Kanye this is I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah, I, I've been looking up trying to find the quote. Um, I guess he said, uh, he vowed on Twitter to go death con three on Jewish people. Um, and he was suspended from the platform shortly thereafter, um, reinstated by Elon Musk. Um, so I haven't found the exact quotes he said either, but man, he's just dumb. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's just weird. It's just a weird, complete difference from what, what he was all like when he, I mean, if you think about some of his lines that he used to say, like face it, Jerome get more time than Brandon, right? He was all about like the, you know, the inequality that are seen between the races. And then all of a sudden he's talking about racism doesn't exist. And now all of a sudden he's talking, you know, doing the white lives matter, which is just, you know, directly poking fun at the, the black lives matter, which is talking about those same inequalities in, in, you know, in the way they're handled with police and stuff. And so it's just like a diff, he just became a different fucking person. And I don't know what happened to him to cause him to do that. Like something right. I, I it, it, it happened. Like he was still the same, like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy came out after his mom had passed. So it wasn't that, and where he had that face of Jerome get more time than Brandon line. Like, so what the hell happened to him? That's like what I'm wondering. Was it Kim? Like what the fuck changed this guy? Yeah. Another thing that I'm, I'm remembering now that he said uh, during the drink champs interview, it had to do with the George Floyd murder. You know, he's, he's going on to say like, Oh, he died of fentanyl. The the cop didn't kill him. It's like, bro, we literally watched this shit. We, yeah. the world saw this fucking murder, and you're going out here and saying that because I guess little background. There was like a lethal amount of fentanyl in George Floyd during that, but it's like that that could be lethal for maybe me, but we don't know if that. But we that's probably not what killed him, you know. And I think uh, you could dive deeper in and like the autopsy because uh, there's like a whole documentary on it by Candace Owens. Um, but yeah, it's like. Yeah, probably not the best source, Candace Owens. No. But yeah, no, um, I've always, I've always said you gotta, you gotta separate the art from the artist. But like at a certain point, you know, it um, becomes tough, right? Well, to not tough. It's just at a certain point, it's like you know, like you don't want to be funding this individual, like the whole R. Kelly thing. You know, like I mean, people aren't fucking playing R. Kelly anymore. You know, because like you know, there's this whole thing that people say that puts money in his pockets or whatever. But. uh well, I don't like know. Even, like, I feel like the last like person that said some like anti-Semitic shit, but I think it was just kind of blown out of proportion. Was Nick Cannon, and he lost his show for like two, three years, while and out. It didn't air for two, three years, and it's barely back. And it's kind of hard to say that it's you know it's the same, you know, because it's like, you know, COVID fucks shit up, you know, with like how they can get guests on and stuff like that. But you got a show back, but like he wasn't saying anything offensive, you know, on purpose. He was just kind of speaking his truth, pretty much, but. The Kanye West one, like, I feel like uh, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't know what he said, but I feel like him saying, like, I can say 
whatever the fuck I want and nothing's going to happen to me. I feel like that's bringing a lot of it on too. Yeah. But I mean, like I, it could also just be like the shit he actually said was pretty fucking fucked up. Like, well, and he's already been. So one of the things I saw was that he showed up unannounced to Skechers building and he was escorted out. Actually, like he just tried to show up and I think they have already dropped him. Like it's not just Adidas. He's been dropped. Yeah, Balenciaga. All, yeah. He's been dropped all over yeah, everyone, the place. Yeah, everyone dropped like, him. It is yeah. a mass thing. And so is he finally canceled or is he now canceled? I doubt it. Why? Because when one side is going to do that, when one side's going to cancel you, the other side that views things completely differently or maybe similarly to how he does is going to embrace him. And then we, the people that might disagree with some of the stuff he said over the years, have to make the decision like, do we still want to put money in his pockets like you said? And so that's that's really what it's going to come down to. If we're still willing to make those purchases and to stream, you know, and to play his songs, then no, then he's not going to get canceled. I heard uh, the whole Skechers thing was him going to Skechers looking for a deal and they had escorted him out because they're like, no, we're not going to entertain that right now. Yeah. One of the big things with the whole situation and the anti-Semitic speech is m- most of us and our listeners, we probably haven't met a Jew. You know, and we kind of just throw out, like, we have a friend who's like, you know, we, we call him Jew because he's tight with his money. You know, it's like, we don't actually know a Jew, and, like, that's the type of shit that, like, from what I've been hearing on podcasts that actually have Jews, it's like, that's the type of shit that kind of scares them because that's how Holocaust start is when people think that the, the Jews are the villains. You know, they're the ones running the banks. You know, they're fu- they're the ones fucking you, and especially in times like th- these where we're in a recession now. I don't know if it's officially a recession, but like we're basically there, you know, and people are like hurting for money. It's like, oh, these Jews are the ones, you know, they're the reason for it. And it's like that that type of fucking mentality. That, yeah, that type of mentality is the shit that makes people anti against them. Cause I think that there's only the Jewish people only have two percent of the population in America. So it's there's not a lot of them there. Unless you live in New York, like you probably haven't ran into a, a Jew. You know, I, I don't think I have as far as I know. Yeah. One of the things that I thought was interesting, though, about this whole thing was like I saw on Twitter a lot of people talking about this. It was like now that he went against Jewish people, like he's officially been canceled, but wasn't before when he was saying things like, you know, uh, slavery was a choice. So I don't know. That, that is kind of interesting that this is now the line. Like he said all kinds of radical shit before this. And now he's finally being dropped. Well, so. I feel like back like then people were kind of saying like, you know, he he's sick, you know, he's bipolar, you know, all this shit. Like there's always like an excuse for it or something that would like kind of be like, OK, this is kind of why, you know, you take it with a grain of salt type of shit. But I mean, like, I don't know. Like I feel like during those times, though, it was just kind of like the whole rhetoric around him was like, oh, like, yeah, Kanye's wild. And like he's just saying dumb shit, you know, and didn't take it like fucking serious. But. Yeah, and I mean, just to get back to the whole are you done with Kanye West and the whole separating art from artists. So my uncle, you know, he's 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 he has a lot of people that he doesn't like and you know, like media and that type of shit. He's like, Look, when you give these when you continue to listen to these people, it allows them to do the, these type of things, you and know? And it's like now we definitely see it because Kanye, if you we you know, I've been listening to his music the whole time. The whole fucking time. And because of that, it does, you know, it funds him to where he can still keep doing this shit. Because guess what? I don't care because his music's fucking phenomenal. So go out there, say all this stupid shit you want. So I this is like really one of the big can you separate art from artists type of things that we've seen recently. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think this is probably like the beginning of the end. 
for him. Uh, I mean, I mean, granted, like you know, um, I don't know. Like it, 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 I feel like it does come down to that thing, like because uh, like all Yeezys that are, are supposed to come out, you know, because that was um, that's a big seller for him now. You know, all these new Yeezys that come out, the colorways, like they all have been, they've all stopped. They're not gonna drop them anymore. So uh, I mean, I mean, I feel like they're already going after his pockets. You know, so I don't know. I think if he drops another album that's on the par of some crate one of his classics, like I, I don't think he's canceled because I think he can rebound. Even but though who it wants seems- to work with them, that's part of how, his greatness. I mean, you look at um, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, his best work. Look at all the people he has in that: Swiss Beats, Rick Ross, Jay Z, uh, Nicki Minaj, Kid Cudi. So many. If you associate, it's like that's how Hollywood kind of works. So if you associate with them, you know people are gonna shun you now. Yeah, I mean, you're, so, say, you're not gonna say Raekwon. Like, like he was nothing. Do you know how many great artists are on that fucking album? No, I'm not gonna say Raekwon. Oh shit! <laughs> I get. I guess that's true. Like, if if they just put this big enough mark on him that nobody's gonna touch him, like, what does he do from? I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see if this guy that seemed untouchable for so long, that said the most crazy shit you could ever imagine, that did all these controversial things that you ran through, can he actually be canceled? And if he can, then pretty much anybody like can. i was i was I, i'm a big i was a big, i mean i don't want to say what but like i mean i was i was a big kanye fan like i haven't even listened to donda too because of the exclusivity of it like you had to buy this fucking 150 dollar yeah and it's like i don't want to fucking do that like you know i don't know i if he does some shit like that too where it's like you have, really have to fucking like pay 150 bucks to listen to it like i don't think it's gonna happen yeah. So if he dropped Donda three tomorrow, it was on you know regular platform. You can find it on YouTube. You know all the shit he did. He's done. You still listening to it? You still purchasing it? You gotta buy it, pay a normal. I don't know nine ninety nine. You doing it? Probably not. Wow. With all these corporations dropping him, it'd be interesting to see Spotify. I don't know if they have the rights to, but what if they just took his music down? You know, Apple mm-hmm. takes his music down. Like. I that thought mean, I saw that that they were considering potentially removing no, his music. Th- that that's really a hey, put your money where where your mouth is. Like if you're gonna shun Kanye, let's fucking see it because y'all know damn well he's give, he's giving y'all millions of fucking strings from his former projects, you know. And I I highly doubt that they do that. Well, they I mean, said even, they won't. It just, yeah. I just saw it. They, it. Spotify says it won't remove Kanye West music after. Yeah. I don't even, I don't I don't even think they removed uh, R. Kelly's. Yeah. 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 If R. Kelly's are still on there, Kanye's aren't going anywhere. Um, but, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? So worst case, he's going to live on through the, uh, you know, through the royalties of his existing music. All right. So that's going to put a bow on Kanye West, uh, just like his career, maybe moving forward. I think moving forward, at least, you know, he's done. He's done. Uh, people are still going to listen to all his old shit. I know I will. So I'm still separating art from artists. <laughs> uh, let's get some sex cells. When did the whole Kanye West thing start? Like the date, like what day? Like last week, I think. So on October twenty second, I see that he dropped a new song called "Never See Me Again." Yay! Nine minutes long. It's episodes. What the fuck is this? What is it? Trapped in the closet? This might be something. I don't fucking know. I didn't know R. Kelly's music is still on Spotify. Yeah, Kanye's not going anywhere. I don't know what the fuck this is. Hold on, let me see if it's on his shit. I guess maybe it's a matter of will they put his new music on Spotify? No, but I mean, they even like touched on a, they kind of talked about it in like that uh, documentary they did on him and on Netflix. I wonder if Netflix will take that down. 
but they were kind of poking that uh like it's an act you know um like he put he's a he's become his persona or it that he puts on a persona because controversy controversial shit sells so like even when those albums were coming out like his first albums like he was still like kind of saying some wild shit or doing wild shit you know and it it's controversy but now he's like going out it feels like now the things he started to say are against his core fan base so it's like what why would that sell? Like and now like, you're alienating well, the wrong I feel like people. that kind of goes into what Michael was saying. It was like, you know, we've been like giving him a platform to fucking do it. Cause like, yeah. you know, we've been keeping his fucking pockets full. One thing Charlemagne says is, um, the only time Kanye's pro black is anytime he's back is against the wall. And then that's when he goes running back to, uh, you, uh, you know, being about the culture. And you kind of hear that in the Lex Friedman podcast that I mentioned, uh, by the way, I really, really suggest, Every, if you're interested in this whole Kanye situation, listen to that podcast. It's like, this guy is fucking lost. It's It, it was sad to fucking listen to it. Because this is a fucking intelligent motherfucker, Lex Friedman. And, like, he knows what the fuck he's talking about. And, like, when he's calling Kanye on his bullshit, it's like, Kanye just gets backed into a corner. He has no clue what to do, so he just changes the topic. He's the Antonio Brown of yeah. rappers. It's sad. Mm. Yeah. All right, so, Sex Cells. Is it more important to find your soulmate rather than finding someone that makes you happy on a daily basis? So basically, should you be searching for the one or does the one kind of just happen because, you know, you're with this person and, you know, you're like, oh, like, fuck, like, I'm so happy with them. But maybe you didn't know that they because when we think of soulmate, we think we have that magical interaction. You know, we meet in a fucking library or at a restaurant or some shit. And it's just from that moment, you're like, oh, I love this person already. Like, I feel like that's what we think a soulmate is. But should is that what you should be chasing? Is that fucking that immediate flame or just when you just someone that you can be happy with for, you know, for the rest of your life? I don't think you should be chasing like if there really is one person out there made for you. I don't think you should be chasing it because I don't know. I feel like we see they have like, you know, um, reality shows that kind of poke at it. And the first thing you see is like these two people get, you know, involved really quickly. And then when they find out that they're not each other's perfect match, you know, based on whatever fucking thing, it's like they don't want to move on. You know, they're like, no, but I like this person like, you know, but it's like, ah, like, are you going to sacrifice you know, everyone losing out on $150,000 because you guys want to be selfish or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Um, are you talking about, are you the one? What? Yeah. It's <laughs> what <you're talking> about. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Um, I don't think so. I mean, like, I feel like it's just that thing where it's like, are you ever going to be content? You know, like mm-hmm. if you don't think like they're your soulmate or whatever, like you're not really appreciating what you have till it's gone. Yeah. I think that's the key point is that like, if you're, if you're always looking, then no matter who you find, you're going to still have eyes for, well, but she didn't check this, but she didn't check this. It's like, you, at some point you have to be like, oh shit, I've had a good day for the last 15 days straight. Nothing's been bad. And the bad day I had wasn't because of her. You know, it's like, these are all good things. Like that's what makes up a soulmate is somebody that you can just have any given day with from now and five years from now and 10 years from now. And you're still having that same good day like that. That's what you should be striving for. Not some weird butterflies because you saw somebody for the first time. Like if that even exists, like you said, I mean, that's like a one in a billion shot. You're even going to meet that person. Like why delay your happiness 
to chase something like that because if you if you're the type that's going to do that then you're always going to be chasing yeah yeah exactly like especially if they're the reason for your happiness too so you know like you're going through a rough fucking patch like just not not with them just in life in general you know you're not where you want to be but then it's like you come home to them and it's like oh now i'm happy you know but maybe that maybe you know that they're not your soulmate but just that it's like why would you give that up for a quote-unquote soulmate which brings me up to the follow-up question is if you ran into this person on the street and you're like holy fuck i'm supposed to be with this person and now you think this is your soulmate after you you're already with this person do you take the leap no, because I think there's different kinds of soulmates. Like, I think there's, I've seen little, I mean, they're probably just bullshit little articles and, you know, what kind of soulmate are you? But there's, like, multiple types of soulmates. Like, you could they could just be a great friend. Like, I'm not going to take a risk for somebody that, like, oh, shit, she's into football and I'm into football. Like, that doesn't mean that she's the one for you. It just means you guys get along. So I'm Bro. not going to risk some great thing I have. Yeah, what if your soulmate's, like, a fucking financial bur- burden or some shit, like, Fuck that. Yeah, they bring yeah, they bring more more trouble and then then that creates unhappiness in your life, you know? What if they don't have a credit score, dude? Like how are you going to start your life with them, bro? Well, yeah, like they <laughs> Jesus. No, they might check a couple like soulmate soulmate boxes like they look the way you always thought someone would look and they are interested in some of the stuff you're interested in, but like again, if like if they got a shitty credit score, if they've like murdered some people, who fucking knows what their package is? Like it doesn't like it does that doesn't trump everything else like you, you like what chase is happiness what does that say about you if the person that was made for you is like fucking out there killing people <laughs> like, what's that say about you bro like, Jesus. <laughs> you seem right at chucky there you go yeah, they're happy hey, though yeah, they're, yeah. they're they also happy. happy yeah i mean granted they killed each other but <laughs> but i i guess my question is what is a soulmate if if not the person that makes you happy all the time like that to mm-hmm. me is what like so when you think about a soulmate like what is it you're thinking about like obviously you're in a relationship so in your your world you know you found your your soulmate but like when you're a kid like what did you think of a soulmate what did you think that meant um someone where my my soul intertwines it mates with them yeah and it's, it's, just, it's just one it's one soul you know this flashy glowy floating thing we slowly know, we slowly start chest. becoming one person you know what i mean so did you ever okay i don't know so like when i was when i was a kid I, and i thought about like like a soulmate i always thought of like this meeting this time we would meet and how it would just click instantly like to me it was just that immediate chemistry and uh, you know that's that's what made up a soulmate like we were attracted to each other and then we just instantly like clicked and we got along and and everything just moved along but like again if you got somebody and you're happy and they make you happy like obviously you're getting along you're checking all those boxes you're doing the things that's what a relationship's supposed to be it's supposed to be happiness it's supposed to be making each other feel good and making each other's day better and like that's the goal of a relationship so if you have that like maybe you did find your soulmate after all when you asked that shit it kind of made me think about like the whole like uh there's someone you date, you know, they usually say, like, opposite attract. Like, I mean, because, like, me and my girlfriend, like, we're not, like, we don't have, like, the same interests, you know. We don't, like, we don't have the same personalities, you know. Um, but if I met someone like me, like, I I think I'd have fun being their friend. But, like, I wouldn't fucking date me. You know, would you date you? Mm, I think I'm a hell of a boyfriend. I would. Oh, shit. <laughs> 
I mean, I don't know. I, I don't have that option to date me. I so, like to say so. Yeah. So some woman that's sitting there yelling at the uh, yelling at the TV as they're watching Over football games, up with the threatening <laughs> no, threatening you know, saying like, "I hope you fucking tear your kneecap up or something." You know, like is that like oh, be a fucking turn? On. <laughs> she's got like a Yo, my girl. My girl does that next week. She's fucking getting it. Oh, oh shit! God. <laughs> he does want himself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I think that's the point. Is it like? You can meet somebody that checks a lot of boxes. It doesn't mean they're the one that's going to be making you happy always because maybe they fucking, I don't know, maybe they don't flush the toilet. Maybe they leave, like, they leave milk, cups of milk in their room and then they start to rot and they do all these little things. Like, yeah, they like leave the toilet seat up when they like come yeah. over to your apartment to record or, a podcast. <laughs> Yeah, it's very, very specific. But yeah, I, just throw, I guess you just started an example. But no, I, I just think... If you have happiness, you have what you're looking for. You have what you're supposed to go after. And and those are the things that you should look for. Not some magical butterfly chemistry perfect situation. Because that, it's unrealistic. Yeah, and I mean, you see it all the time in the movies. You know, people are, you know, they just, they're steady trying to find their soulmate all the fucking time. And it just, it just never happens until they end up being like in their 50s, you know, no love. Because... Or no like, one was good enough for their standards of what they thought love is supposed to be. Or the cliche is like, oh, they were right there all yeah, along. Yeah, I was going to say know, that. Like, <laughs> she just was wearing glasses, and when she took them off, oh, my God. Like, Holy shit. <laughs> it just happened to be your but fucking friend I, that you've been I love with. those movies where it's just like some chick's wearing glasses, and then the second she takes them off, it's like, oh, my God, she was hot the whole time? Like, yeah. Yeah, she was still hot with them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, let's get some uh, higher learning. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Please don't say, fuck, I had one at the beginning, but now I don't have it. You you have one, right? I don't know why I volunteered to go first. I don't have <laughs> shit, dude. Like, I really fucking don't. You know what you, I mean? You know like, what's funny is that you know that that happens all the time because it happens on the podcast, but I edit those out a lot. <laughs> a lot. Okay. I'll, you still know it's a fucking thing. Well, I, I'll, I mean, I'll go I, first. I, I want to go first. You, you, sure, you want to go first? You yeah. want? I can go first if you want. No. Um, so uh, my thing is going to be... Um, I like I like ugly sweaters. I have an ugly sweater for like almost every occasion. Um, like I have a Halloween ugly sweater. I have one for Thanksgiving. I got. I mean, obviously, you got Christmas. You know what I mean. I, I just have some sweaters that are just fucking straight ugly. Like, you know what I mean. Um, so my hair learning is uh, buy some ugly sweaters, dude. It'll <laughs> it'll add, it'll add some points to your personality. You know, people will be like, hey, I like your ugly sweater. You know, don't be offended. People are going to call it ugly, but, like, that's the point, you know? So, yes, yeah, small investment. Okay. Nice. I want to I want to see <laughs> motherfuckers' ugly sweaters out there. You're big on your ugly sweaters, too. I really am. Dude. Is that what a soulmate, ones. like, that's your soulmate checkbox? Is, like, the holiday season, you stumble into somebody like, oh. Dude, I love it because, like, we have uh, we have a few matching sets, actually. But um, Did you buy them? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she wears them, bitch. <laughs> just trying to make you feel better. Like, yeah. there's one we have that God says, "Goddamn, babe, this actually is a fucking ugly." Story. There's one that says like "jolly as fuck" and it like lights up, and it's actually kind of dope because oh people people be like, "Oh, like that's nice," but then they read the fuck part, like, ah. <laughs> like you know, I had some lady one time with her kid, and be like, "Oh, I like the sweaters," and it just says "fuck" right here. <laughs> <laughs> you're like covering it like oh, yeah. i remember like back when i would go school clothes shopping on like drjs.com or some shit i would you know there would be cool shit 
but they'd have like cuss words on them. I'm like, there's no way anyone will wear this out in public. <laughs> Evidently. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> Clearly, man. <he's... laughs> oh, man. Mike, you want to go or you want me to go? Uh, I'll go. Um, yeah, so my higher learning is going to be give shit. Give my higher learning is going to be try out new things. Give things a chance. So for those of you that don't li- that don't watch anime, you know, watch watch some of the animes that we recommended. And you, you don't know, like. If you're into like epics, like how Anthony said, like a Game of Thrones or um, a Power, you know, uh, those all time great shows like that, you know, you're going to love some anime. There's epic fucking moments. There's great deep messages in anime. So give it a shot. Uh, I'm basically saying this specifically for anime, but I mean, also just life in general, you know, like give new things a try. Like, I don't know. You want to try out that new instrument? Try out that new instrument. Okay, so what, what was your heart learning? I don't fucking know. It's try new things. Are you going to try ugly sweaters? So, no. Mm. No, nah, I'm kidding. I actually do want an ugly sweater. It's not like the whole onesie thing. But, yeah, uh, I will try out some ugly sweaters. By the way, last night, I kind of wore a onesie. But it wasn't really. My my costume was Ricky Bobby, and it was basically like his jumpsuit. But I considered it a onesie, and I was so ashamed to be out in it. It looked good, though. I hated it because I have a jacked upper body. You know, like I have a huge fucking chest, huge fucking shoulders and like a big ass belly. Uh, so like the upper body was like skin fucking tight on me. I couldn't move. You know, like if I dropped my phone, it was so hard to pick it up. <laughs> it was so hard to pick it up. But then the, the lower body, you know, like because I'm short, like there was a lot of slack, you know. I want to I want like, right. to post that video. So bad. I'm just thinking about it. Now. She's making me laugh. Again. Oh, where you slap my ass. <laughs> post it on our IG. I don't give a fuck. People laugh. Uh, All right. So my higher learning is that uh, it might be said all the time, but it doesn't make it the case. Perception is not reality. A stigma does not define what something is. So people's perception of that's what a Kanye an- song. <laughs> Welcome to is, the podcast. Wow, <laughs> that's, a, that's a Kanye song. Thanks. That, now, yeah. Anytime you think you're making, you know, you're making this profound <laughs> fucking statement. He just, oh, that's a Kanye lyric. Kanye song. <laughs> God damn it, Manny. All right. Well, I don't know where the fuck I was going. With. I mean, I know. You know what? I do know where I was going with that. No. Nah, so uh, perception is not necessarily reality and the stigmas of something do not make them the actual thing. Like anime has carried so many stigmas with it of things that it is. And it's not just those things. It might be partly those things, but it's so much more than that. And, uh, you know, don't let how people have perceived something for so long define, you know, what, what it is to you. So just be open to the to the possibility that, you know, you're wrong and what you've always believed is wrong. And then my last little tidbit is uh, just just to circle it back to the anime quote that I talked about earlier is that if you're ever feeling empty and you're ever feeling like, man, I want to be something different. Just remember that empty is the best thing to be when you want to change yes sir um just to like never mind sorry i was gonna call out one of our friends javi uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck him yeah call him out because he notoriously hates on anime and his whole reasoning behind it is like i hate the little uh, 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 like, that, <laughs> like that type of shit that they do in anime and they do that in anime all right, he but has they, a point, but, but it's like so much said, more. Yeah, there's so much more to that. They're not just we're. That's not what we're watching. We're not just serious. Be like, uh, 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 all for twenty minutes straight. <laughs> all right, we're not watching that. Yeah, we're watching just, shit with substance. Okay, yeah. you douche. 
I hella forgot that he did that, dude. Yeah. Those voice chats. Uh. Yeah, again, so it's, it's an Andre three thousand line. She talks about uh, he talks about what rap is, and it you know it's it's cars and hoes or whatever. And he says, yeah, it's that, but it's a lot. He says it in an Andre way, but yeah, it's those things, but it's so much more than those things. So those are a part of it, but they don't define it, and that doesn't define anime. The uh, uh, uh. Can you please like say that bar? Because I can't think of it off the top of my head. I re- I met a critic. Uh, I made a shit of draws. She said she thought hip hip hop was only guns and alcohol. I said, uh, uh, I said, oh hell no, nah. but yeah, that's that too. I can't discriminate because you done read a book or two, something, something, something. Oh, so he doesn't actually say the good things about it. Yeah. No, he Way said to sell rap, Andre. No, he said, it, yeah, it's that too. Anyway, but yeah, that's the point: is that anime is those things, and it's so much more than those things. And don't let those perceptions shape the way you view it, um, because those perceptions aren't necessarily reality. Yes, sir. Anyways. Thank y'all once again for tuning in to another episode of the Top Floor Podcast. That's a wrap. Peace. Deuces. And that shit. <laughs>